هاي تسلسل سفن انجنير بودكاست ناو مي عبد الرحمن عاطف ام دكتور غانم كشواني وي ار دوينغ ذا سفن انجنير بودكاست ذات وي كان توك اباوت ذا بينيفيت اباوت ذا سفن انجنير اند ذا فايف وي كان فايف ذا سفن انجنير وي كان دو ذا بيست وي كان دو اند اي هوب يو كان لايك ات ثانك يو ليديز اند جنتلمان In this episode, we can speak about 3D printing. 3D printing is a new topic and start being published in the last five years. People love that 3D printing. What do you think about it, Ghanem? Uh, thanks, Atif. I think 3D uh, printing has become the buzzword now in the construction. Everybody talks about 3D printing, 3D printing, and it's the new way that it will solve everything. So if you allow me, Atif, let me give you a small introduction as an academic about 3D printing. Uh, 3D printing, by the way, didn't start from the construction as many people assume. 3D printing started from the space industry. NASA in the 80s, they st- uh, established the idea of 3D printing uh, to build the, the equipment while they are going to space to reduce the weight. The 3D printing, actually, it can work in um, different uh, majors and fields. Now, even in the medical uh, field, you can see that they do the 3D printing for different organs of the bodies. But yet, uh, it has a lot of future here uh, uh, in the construction. But again, um, like uh, I be, in my own belief, 3D printing is a tool until now because yet the technology is not mature. Um, we have many challenges that it can be uh, solved, like the kind of additive materials that we need to use it, uh, how we can scale it up. I mean, but in general, um, 3D printing, Uh, it has a lot of future. It opens uh, doors for the uh, digital uh, uh, fabrication and the digital concrete. And um, and since we talk about the industry, I believe you have more practicality in the field since you work as a site engineer. So from your experience, Atif, like an academic, I can see there is a lot of research work is, uh, we are doing and we publishing and we do in the lab. From uh, like from the academic, the major I think um, and fear is called some self-buckling because in 3D uh, printing, uh, the main issue is that we have fresh layer bonded to another fresh layer, and this is not we are used in the in the site. In the site, as you know, we have a concrete, we put a water, we wait, and then we put another layer. So uh, I, I think you can uh, elaborate more on the practicality side uh, from your perspective, Adolf. Well, actually, as I understand, but a uh, few projects, um, as I understand, by 3D printing in the region, actually a few of them, actually, only to buy future museums then by 3D printing. But uh, actually, it's a new construction and no one knows about it. From a practicality, it can be useful. For example, for high-scale like complex, like, for example, villas, it can be used. The only thing, cannot do it for substructure. Because in substructure, the foundation, I think, needs to be by the normal concrete, the normal method. But for substructure, especially for a villa one floor or G plus one, yes, why not? It's practical. But however, you, there's one setback, you need to coordinate with the MEB or mechanical electrical work. Because actually, as I understand, this mentality has to be all set. Okay, so I believe the the missing reinforcement steel is the main issue in 3D printing. And as you said that we cannot go vertically due to the missing of the 3D printing. And uh, from the academic side, to um, Expanding verticality uh, in the vertical dimension, it could be really difficult with, with using 3D printing. Yet, uh, we can use a different application. For example, as you mentioned, the Bay Future Foundation, they have the first building uh, 
that have been used by 3D printing. Although we are missing the codes, we don't have any codes, so we do by performance design method. So by performance design method, we just keep trying. And uh, I follow the, uh, the documentary that explain how they did the, the Future uh, Foundation uh, Academy, and they did a lot of trial and error in China. And um, this could be not uh, very commercial, um, seductive for many contractor, you know, because you are not saving money. But because it is an R&D project, people, they are willing to do that. And yet we have missing a lot of policy. We don't have a policy yet here. I mean, if we go to the municipality and said, all I want to build my home by 3D printing, there is no kind of permit is there. So we, we do have uh, some policy challenge, technical challenge, but yet, I'm not eliminating 3D printing. I'm I'm big fan from 3D printing. I'm big advocate for 3D printing. I believe it cannot go for high-rise building because for high-rise building you need to have really infrastructure, and people won't go for a for high-rise building with by 3D printing because as I as you said, there is no code and no one wants to risk to design a high-rise tower by 3D. No one wants to risk that. Because this is, uh, this is as I said, it's a research and development project. So that's the reason most of the people will go of G plus one. Yeah, Dubai municipality, they did that. You know, they have, mm-hmm. they built also two-story building by 3D printing and uh, it was quite achievement. Yeah, I agree with you. It was, I heard about that. It was quite achievement. But for high-rise building, I don't think. And also we have to think as a contractor, now I don't think it will be feasible because the material is still in the research and development Second, there is, you know, it's a new market. No contractor want to risk at the beginning. And also, one more thing, there is no code for the 3D. Even there is no international code for the 3D till now. So even if you tell it for any designer to design by 3D or any consultant, you tell them design by 3D, he will say they won't know about it. So it will be so difficult for them to do it. But if it is the technology become more feasible, like, for example, 5 to 10 years, it can be a good feasible solution, especially for mass villa, for mass protection, like complex or this thing, villa complex and this thing. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I totally believe because, uh, for example, now, especially in this region, when the government, they do this uh, government houses for the uh, for their projects. So they do the same design, the same villa for like 50, 60 villa. So 3D printing, the most expensive part is the additive material and uh, maybe the robotic arms, but the labor force is so cheap. So as you said, if we get it right and you have the right additive material and you avoid all the technical issues like jamming of additive material, the self-buckling, the early shrinkage, all these things, if you uh, avoid it and you did the right calculation for it, then you, you save a lot of time and money and, and a lot of energy because you don't need a lot of labor force. Yes, I agree with you. But right now, you cannot do it right now. In the future, yes. Yeah. Because right now, we, we don't find... Yet, yeah. yeah. First, you, can, you don't find this material anywhere in the market. Like, for example, if you tell me, I want to buy concrete. There are many suppliers here in the region who can provide concrete. For Dubai, I know like 10 or 15 in Dubai, for example, for concrete supplier. And the concrete is very cheap. Like the one meter is 250 dirham. I don't know for the additive how much it costs because there is standard research and no one knows about it. And also the arm. But you have to compare this is at all. The labor cost is so cheap. So whether the arm will be feasible than the paper or no. But but I really admire what the Dubai government they did. They announced that they will put the um, the policy of the 3D printing, because you know, 
I believe that if you don't have the right governance and the policy for any technology, you will not succeed. And I can give a relative example by the UAE government. They did another great job that recently they published the first governance uh, about the space and they published in the Springer, you know, as an academic, I read that. And this is exactly why they did a massive su- uh, successful job in the space UAE. Because once you have the right governance, uh, it's like a clear roadmap what to do. And exactly this is what we need for 3D printing. Yeah, I, I totally agree with our um, technology is not mature yet, but it is in the way. But we need the, this uh, policy and governance. And by the way, Sharjah and Dubai Emirates, they consider the best two Emirates uh, and, and the cities, I mean, in the whole Middle East who are leading the 3D printing, uh, not only in the regional uh, level maybe also in the international level and uh, i was lucky that i have been invited in a couple of meetings there and i can assure you they are really doing a good job on uh, the 3d printing in terms of the technical or in terms of the uh, pol- uh, policy uh, establishment or governance so i'm very optimistic about it but yet as you said you know 3d printing now if we take it on the real time in the prison it is not the solution for everything it is a tool that maybe i use it as unconventional method but sometimes conventional method or conventional construction all what i need i don't need to use 3d printing you know especially like if i want as a contractor why the bother you know but in the terms of the as you said for the future yes and you know since we, we did one episode about the sustainable development goals you know the 3d printing is it will be one of the main contributor for achieving uh, sdgs the system development goals, especially the gender equality. I read this article that uh, now we don't need a lot of uh, physical labor force on the side. So we can witness more women to be involved in civil engineers. Because yet, until in this moment, in 2020, yet we have the stereotype, civil engineers are not for women, are for men. You know, it is a big um, mistake uh, that is not real. But with 3D printing, you know, more things will be automated. And so we don't need this labor force. So um, it will encourage women to be more involved in quote-unquote heavy industry such as civil engineering. And the top, I want to add something. UAE, they are doing really a great, a great thing here, a great policy maker. There has an impact for this recreation. Putting a recreation will open the door for entrepreneur to open a business in, in 3D printing. And this is really helpful. Any private sector will do it for saving the cost. And when it over the door for entrepreneur, you will see the technology done in a more feasible way. So it will instead of the material, we'll see it in 10 years, we might see it in five years, even sooner. Also, I agree with you for the labor. Many people don't think about it. 3D printed could be feasible this year, especially for the COVID-19. Most of the job has been delayed because of the social distance measurement. You can imagine, for example, instead of doing, putting a labor and doing social distance and taking double the cost, you know, of the transportation and logistics, you can have the armament doing the work for you. You don't need a labor. So you implement a quality social distance. Also, I agree with you. It can open the door for women and it can open the door for other things like AI or, for example, digital twin or for the BIM. You just program the software and let the software do. Yeah, I, I think you really tackle a very important part about the entrepreneurs and the startups. Um, I totally 
to believe in that. Also, yeah, sooner, Atif, maybe on the side, and instead you find a civil engineer, you find a mathematics who is working to program the algorithms for the 3D printing arm. So maybe we need more mathematics than civil engineers in the future for our construction industry. <laughs> I mean, it will be an irony, but uh, I mean, yeah, this is what I think that, um, I mean, engineers, they should use more holistic systems. But who knows? I mean, it is such interesting topics, you know, and we need to wait. I mean, we witness it because there is many ways for 3D printing. It started in the 80s, then people, I mean, somehow get relaxed about it. Now, again, there is another wave because, you know, McKinsey, they have this famous report uh, in 2015. They said construction and agriculture is the most less uh, innovative fields in the, in the world. But now I think it is it's changed. You mentioned about the AI. And again, 3D printing, it has been considered one of the main pillars of the fourth industrial revolution. And uh, as we said, that the fifth industrial revolution will be internet of surface. And I believe that um, 3D printing would be one of the catalysts. So from my end, Atif, I think, um, again, maybe in the future, we'll do another observable 3D printing because we never know. This topic, it is not only taking, uh, cover the technical aspect, we need more technical, we need more um, procedure side, and also more about health and safety, because definitely 3D printing is um, considered much safer than the other uh, construction method, because as you know, construction is um, known or notorious by its um, uh, accident, so it really can save a lot of life. So in my, in my ending here, I say that we need to wait and we need to be optimistic, but yet we don't rush to use it. So um, the final words is yours now, Atif. On the top, we have to add something like this 3D printing. First of all, we might see people, computer science and computer engineering working, as you said, in the site a lot. So according to that now, what I, what I believe now, the measures or the education system for civil engineering going to change accordingly because of the introduction of 3D. For example, we cannot see more, of course, of IT or software or artificial intelligence in the future instead of adding, just pumping it extra cost and structure. So we might see an introduction in this in the, in the near future when, it, when, the, when we have a double, you know, or double measure between civil and software where the engineer can software the program himself and have a better, you know, and can have a better feasible designs. So what about you guys? What do you think about uh, 3D printing? Do you love it or do you like it? And if you like it, please share and subscribe. And also anything, you can you can either send an email of us or you can talk to us by to the speak, speak now. I'm going to put the link there. And we are also available in iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher, and most of the platform. And even we are in Grammy. Thank you guys. And hope you the best and take care. And bye. To wrap it up this episode, hopefully you're gonna like it. I wish you the rose for work and good luck and see you another episode. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. See you guys. Have a good day and good night. Thank you. Good night.